0: Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. For the past 52 years, teacher and diversity trainer Jane Elliott has been stirring up trouble on the subject of racism. It can still be uncomfortable, squirm in your seat, stare at your shoes uncomfortable, when she subjects someone to the very same exercise she first unleashed on third graders more than half a century ago, but designed to expose racist thinking. Some think her method can get downright mean. But again, the subject is racism. It should be troubling. Elliot came to prominence when, the day after the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in 1968, she, herself a white woman, took her classroom of all-white third graders in Riceville, Iowa, and decided to teach them what it was like to face discrimination. She separated the kids into two groups, those with brown eyes and those with blue and proceeded to proclaim the brown eyes the superior group. She allowed the group extra privileges, more time at recess, seats at the front of the room. They were told they were cleaner, smarter, more talented. How the children reacted to this newfound pecking order was startling. The brown-eyed group immediately began to wield their dominance. The blue-eyed almost immediately slipped into the role of subordinates. Anger flared, disputes popped up. After switching roles a few days later, which gave both sides of the classroom a taste of being in the lesser group, the exercise ended. Many parents complained after reading about what had happened in Elliot's classroom through student essays printed in the local paper. A month or so later, Johnny Carson invited Elliot to appear on his late-night talk show. She became a national story. Many praised her efforts at opening her students' eyes, but not everybody. A 2005 story in Smithsonian Magazine reported, Hundreds of viewers wrote letters saying Elliot's work appalled them. How dare you try this cruel experiment out on white children, one said. Black children grow up accustomed to such behavior, but white children, there's no way they could possibly understand it. It's cruel to white children and will cause them great psychological damage. Elliot spoke with us for the article that this episode is based on from her home in Iowa. She said, you think that's traumatizing? Try living that way for a lifetime. Elliot taught for years before she decided to take her anti-racism lesson out of the classroom and into corporate America. She's also led the exercise for the U.S. Department of Education and other governmental groups. She's appeared before numerous church and school assemblies. She was on Oprah Winfrey's TV show several times. In June of 2020, she appeared on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. She often faces uncomfortable and sometimes angry reactions. But her goal, as it has been for the past 52 years, is education. She says it's the best weapon against racism. But good education about racism and race is hard to find. Elliot said, that's because the educators believe the same thing that they were taught, and they were taught the same thing that I was, which is that there are three or four different races and you can tell what a man's intelligence is by the color of his skin or the shape of his head. You can't lead people out of ignorance if you're still teaching that Columbus discovered America, and we came here to civilize these savages. We need to teach the three R's of rights, respect, and responsibility. If teachers would respect the rights of those students to learn the truth, and be held responsible for seeing that they present them with the truth, we could kill racism in two generations. There's not a doubt in my mind that that could be done. Elliot, at 87 years old, has seen America grapple with racism all her life. She's marked major mileposts in the struggle over the past 50 years or so. The civil rights movement and the assassination of Dr. King in the 60s. The race riots in Miami's Liberty City in 1980 and in Los Angeles after the Rodney King beating in 1992. The protests in Ferguson, Missouri in 2014 after the killing of Michael Brown and in Baltimore, Maryland in 2015 after that of Freddie Gray and in Charleston, South Carolina, that same year, after a church massacre. There are many others. But the problem she has been relentlessly attacking, Elliot says, goes far beyond the occasional race-based flare-up. For people of color in the United States, facing down racism is an everyday fight, every minute of every day. Elliot said, "'It's only been going on with me for 52 years.'" I know Black women who have been doing this for 89 years, and their mothers did, and their grandmothers did, and their great-grandmothers did. And their daughters, and their granddaughters, and their great-granddaughters are going to have to do it unless we get off our polyunsaturated fatty acids and do something about this. I get paid to talk about it. They aren't even allowed to talk about it. One of the biggest hurdles in educating people about racism in the United States, Elliot says, is that most everyone knows it exists and knows that it's harmful, but few are motivated to change it. She has stood in front of classes and asked who among the white people in the room would want to switch places with a black person. No one ever volunteers. She cautions that recognizing the problem is only the first step, but Elliot is nothing if not persistent. She says she'll continue to educate for the next 50 years. She'll push her mantra of one race, the science behind the simple words is clear. According to the National Human Genome Research Institute, your genome, the body's blueprint that contains all of your DNA, is 99.9% the same as every human around you. And she says she will urge people to get out and vote this November in hope of electing leaders who will attack racism as she has head on. Today's episode was written by John Donovan and produced by Tyler Clay. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.